Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 23rd edition of Casting the Spotlight. It has been a minute, but we are here and we are back. What has it been, like a week? Yeah, something <laughs> like that, I think. <laughs> What's uh, the matter, you know? We're yeah. here now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what matters, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The shit given's up to you, but we uh, <laughs> we know we know where we're at, what we're doing. Things have been happening the last yeah. few months. We've been busy, you've been busy, quarantine, all that shit's still going on. It's all, it's all, uh, yeah, it's yeah, still it's been, motion. It's definitely been some crazy months Yeah, since we've checked in. I don't even know if I had two jobs the last time we checked in. Nope. <laughs> I, don't I got two so. jobs. <laughs> well, fuck, man. I got, That's like, why. I'm pretty sure I've gotten, like, a razor, maybe even two raises since, uh, <laughs> since that happened, too. So, I, got a, I got a kitten. Since that yeah. happened. Yep, yep, that happened too. <laughs> With a lot has happened, man. <laughs> this has been a very eventful week. Yeah. Yep, I would say that. <laughs> I would say so. Well, we hope everybody's been doing pretty well. We realize it's been a minute, but um, we're here now. I'm not going to apologize for what's happened. This yeah. is our shit. We know what we're doing. <laughs> we're, just, we're just happy to be back Yeah. Well, With all you beautiful people. Yeah. Sending a message to the masses. That's that's all that we're happy, you know? Yeah. It's, we're just here. I feel good about coming back right now. You know what I mean? We, there were several opportunities that probably we, we could have came back. We could have put one out and done stuff like that. But now things have, have shifted once again, probably many times, even since we've been uh, gone the last couple of months. But, you know, there's new energy out there. We're trying to make the, be- you know, the second half of the year better than the first. And, uh... Gonna bring everybody who wants to come along with us. Yeah. Casting a spotlight needs a big, big, big second half of the year. Oh, I know. We need to really, yeah, we need to work. Yeah. We need to put in the work. That's what I it mean, is. Nobody's ever gotten anywhere without it, man. I will say that I feel like me and you both, like, in general, yeah, the podcast we've certainly lacked on lately. Yeah. But, like, in a lot of other aspects of my life, I've really kept myself busy. I feel yeah. like, yeah. like, it's not that I ever wanted the podcast to take a back seat, and it's not going to take a back seat. I'm going to put it back in there, but it just, it seemed like there for those months, like once I got two jobs and then we started doing this and that, it's just like, time just, the blink of an eye, it was yeah. gone. Time escaped like, and you get caught up on what's going on. Um, I mean, we're here now, like we, we've been going out, we've been playing tennis and shit like that. I haven't played tennis in years. It's been a lot of fun, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't... summertime, man. Just the, like, just the the thought of trying to, like, keep... Trying to volley it. Oh, it's trying to keep it there. (laughs) Like, the vibration you get just hitting the ball back, it's just thrilling. Like, you're just just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The more you... The better you get. It's just... It's not even something I really grew up knowing, but, you know, years ago, whenever I first played or attempted to, whenever I was, like, 10... Um, I just enjoyed it, but it's not like it's something Hillsborough ever had, you know, at the school to play or anything. It's kind of a, more of a rich school sport. <laughs> yeah. I see a lot of the private schools have tennis teams and lacrosse teams. Lacrosse and tennis are like, you know that the school is pretty wealthy if they have that in their athletics programs. Yeah, because they're going to have everything <laughs> else, too. Yeah. They'll have <laughs> swimming. <laughs> they'll have golf we had golf yeah but i mean i can imagine that 
the us fucking country bumpkins went and got smacked around by like Viani and shit at all the tournaments. Man. I can't imagine that Hillsboro did great in golf tournaments. <laughs> I I can't speak for it. I, I don't really remember how they did when it we was might have had some good golfers. We uh, yeah, but, I mean, some people that like to golf like as a leisure, you know, hobby and stuff. But I uh, I don't know. I don't know who's stuck with it. And who hasn't? It's I mean, it's fun. Like I they're love, not they're not your typical sports. I just love playing any sport, like any kind of game. Yeah, where it's like an outdoor sort of sport with a ball or something, and there's a little competition. I'm typically always going to be down. Yeah, but like, golf is just one of those things that I've never done. So I feel like if I were to just go step out on a golf course now, I would embarrass the shit out of myself. So I'd be like, dude, I don't know if I even like. It sounds like it could be a good time to have a couple beers right around the golf course, have a relaxing, you know, day off or whatever, smack yeah. the ball around. But I'm just not good enough to be able to do that. I'd no. be chasing the ball the whole day. We're just trying to rally it back and forth. Many yeah, times, <laughs> and many yeah, times we tennis, can. It's just like. Tennis, yeah, we're not even playing by the real rules right now. We're just trying to get our accuracy down enough and volley the ball back and forth as many times as we can. That's fun enough, and that's hard enough right now because I never played tennis, really. No, and, like, mine's been extremely inconsistent. Like, sometimes I'll, uh, you know, I'll play a few times like we've been playing, and then it'll be years before I pick up the racket again, you know? Yeah. You just got to have somebody down to play that, you know, is – you know, competition or not, uh, just go out there and hit the ball around. Yeah, I've, I also this week, you know, went and, dude, that's a thing, like, all these fitness things, like, I'm trying to get in better shape and shit, mm-hmm. like, and I've always been interested in boxing, like, I went into a little boxing gym this week and, like, checked out classes and whatnot, and, uh, I mean, they're not super cheap, but it's not, like, the worst thing, you know, I spend no. stupid money on dumber things than that like that would be so i'll probably do that but i just feel like i want to wait till the beginning of the month now maybe so it would be like i would know the date instead of like having i don't know i always feel that way like when you're trying like gonna sign up for something get a membership it's like i you want to wait till the beginning because if you sign up like mid-month then you fucking your shit expires mid-month all the time it just feels weird to me yeah. Well, whenever you have your bills and things lined up at the first of the month, it's easy to remember. It's yeah. When the rent's due, I got you ain't got the rent. <laughs> it's fucking, this would how Joey ends. Neither does anybody else. His, yeah, neither does anybody else. It's, it's tough times out there, man. Yeah. I feel like my payments aren't set up that way, though. Because, yeah, we got the rent and some stuff at the beginning. Yeah. But then I have a lot of stuff at the end, too. Yeah, I, and I have a few things, like it's like streaming service bills and bullshit like that, phone bill, everything in like the middle of the month. You just gotta, you know, it's it, you just fucking balance your shit out. It's just, uh, it just always feels like sometimes you're waiting for the next paycheck because you're like, oh, I want to buy this or I want to go do this. And you gotta have all your shit paid for, you know, you gotta, you yeah. gotta be accountable for your own shit. Like, nobody's gonna do it for you. It is really crazy when you, like... I mean, we're still young, you know, we just started, like, paying for everything in our lives, like, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, to think about, you, like, you, you can't even fathom until you start doing it. Like, you gotta pay for every aspect of your living. Oh, your yeah. water, your air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your fucking, your phone, your Wi-Fi, your electric, your house, your car, <laughs> everything, like... 
Yeah, it's it's uh, crazy to think that you actually have the money and the memory to make all your payments. That's what I thought before I moved into my like, first apartment. I was like, I was like, man, I'm gonna have to not fall behind. I'm gonna have to make a list. I'm gonna have to do this and and make sure that I'm paying all these bills on time. Mm-hmm. You know, and you got to make sure you get paid and you got to line your shit up and make sure you get paid before this bill's due. It's not. You know, it's the working of an adult, you know, the work of an adult, I should say. Life is just, you just kind of like accept the fact as you get a little older and like kind of start having to break into the mold of, you know, work life, adult life, job, career, all this shit. Like you just kind of accept the fact that life is pretty fucking tough sometimes. It's not going to be easy. You're going to work. Certainly can't. <laughs> You're going to spend a bunch of money. On shit, like, it's just, it's good, it's the way it's gonna be. You're not gonna just have it easy. Not unless you're, like, a trust fund kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was my point. It's, like, not not that anybody's never had a large sum of money that hasn't worked for it, but no one's ever gotten there on their own volition fucking not putting in the work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, that's what you have to fucking go out and do. It gets tiring, but it's like, that's why lately, I'm, you know, I've been talking about, like, health more, kind of telling myself, I'm like, do I really need to eat all this bullshit? Should I just, should I dwindle down from carbs and grain and bread and all that stuff just to, like, meat, fruits, and vegetables? And I've been doing that, and like, you know, I just feel a little cleaner, like, a little better, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, internally. And it's good because, you know, you want to, you definitely want to boost your immune system right now just because not only the virus going on but like every other sickness is still out there happening too like yeah you know what i mean there's no there's there's nothing bad about ensuring your immune system is going to stay strong you know what i mean mm-hmm. i feel like it is something that uh more people should consider instead of just like some of the precautions that we're taking you know i i, I definitely like i agree with but it's like i think there's a lot more accountability to be had by the people themselves yeah you know what i mean yeah like I feel like with the thing is with my jobs and stuff, like I am around people consistently, but like I feel just because I take those vitamins every day and those are supposed to help boost your immune system. And on top of that, I'm working in the sun all day. So I'm soaking up vitamin D all day. Yeah. Like I feel like that has to be sort of a helpful thing. Yeah. And I'm just a young guy. It is. So I'm probably, you know, I'm not saying that there's, no, because I've seen this happen and people get fucking burnt. Like, I'm not saying that there's no chance I'm going to catch the virus. Like, I could. I could get it. Any of us could get it. But, like, most all of us will be okay if we get it. That doesn't mean you shouldn't take precautions yeah. and try to not yeah. be good for others and put wear your mask when you're supposed to wear your mask and do all the shit, you know. But, like, you don't got to freak out. <laughs> no, and and that's what we said months ago when this began. Yeah, it's like I don't, I've never heard of one circumstance in the history of my life where overly panicking helps the situation ever. You know, it it's like it just causes. I mean, you can't even tell in your own life just your personal shit. If you're panicked or you're rushing, you're gonna make way more mistakes. You're gonna yeah. fuck up a lot more. Everything's gonna go way more awry. And you, you bring that negative energy in yeah. with you if you're too freaked out and panicked, you know what I mean? It's like My um, panic and rushing turns to, like, anger all the time. <laughs> I'm like, come on, what the fuck? 
gonna say, last time I was over, like last time we hung out with your brother, actually, give him a shout out here, real quick. Um, I was I was talking to him, and I was just like, I don't understand why, why people are. You know, it, like when this thing first started, the first week or two, people were like, I'm already bored of this. I'm just, I'm already, yeah. but how are you already bored? You can endlessly work on yourself, work on your own stuff, like get yourself in better shape, become healthier, whatever you have to do to occupy your own time. It's like, you don't have to just sit there and watch stuff the whole time. You know, you don't have to do one thing in particular, just, and lately it's been, it's just been a driving factor, not to end up in like a rut like like it's sometimes easy to fall yeah. into you know what i mean with uh laziness or health wise or anything like that and and i remember that now and i'm like this is just an excellent time to you know revisit the podcast 100 percent like we always intended didn't intend on being that long but we're back and um i think now i can actually practice the words i'm preaching whereas some cases the last few months i didn't quite feel like that because i didn't feel hundred percent self-confident about myself yeah. you know what I mean and that's begun to come back in a major way lately uh, just doing all the stuff we're doing we're more active we're more we're using our brains we're using you know we're just using all these like weapons you know trying to get a nice tan fucking <laughs> it is crazy though because I feel I will actually like if we work out or you know we go play tennis or and we tan and then yeah I read and I write because like that's that's one of my things that I love doing too like I literally will feel better like just in general like it's so easy for me to just be like oh man I, I just don't have it in me yeah to do this right now like i just don't have the energy i'd rather just sit here i'd rather sleep i'd rather do whatever but like if i actually go and do all the shit i like i go to bed feeling accomplished i'm like ah yeah so it was it was a pretty pretty good day it filled myself in certain ways i do feel like july has really brought that back. Like May and yeah. June, I kind of I was dragging my feet a little bit. There was a lot of craziness going on in the world, and, but yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of like starting to get back into okay, you know, get your shit back on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> you moved up here for a reason. You wanted to do some shit. Do some shit. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. It's it's more rewarding to get a good night's sleep when you're actually put in, you know, a very productive day. You know what I mean? Because you, you earn it and you feel like you earned it. And uh, just wake up and grind all over again, you know? Yeah. It, it's hard, It's a very hard habit to get into with anything. Like, I, I'm not going to act like it's not. It's just, you know, I, I think it'll make people feel a lot better. You know what I mean? Being being productive in any sort of way you can. If you, you know, and it's, and it's all right to be in the dump sometimes whenever you can't really do much to help it you know what i mean you're you're like i mean you can you can always do something but everybody has to take their break away from you know being who they think they should be yeah you know what i mean like and instead of you know you just sometimes you really gotta you gotta train your own mind to be stronger than than what your conscious is telling you if you know it's telling you to you know you shouldn't do this today you should just take it easy and rest or just stay in bed you know but it's it's good to it's good to mount a comeback after a while and just and get back out there and do shit you know and feel way better yeah. about it it is like i was bringing up to you i think it might have been last night like it is crazy though because it almost feels like like there's just it feels like sometimes not enough time 
for everything. Like, going back to, like, the people-pleaser thing, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like now that I'm wanting to do this stuff, I'm looking into boxing, I'm I'm writing a lot more, we're starting the podcast, we're doing tennis, we're tanning, like, once we get everything in motion, I just feel like I end up distancing and not seeing so many people for so long because I'm on my own pathway of trying to get my shit done. Like, there's just not a, like, with the life, like, it's so hard to find that time to, like, keep on your path and keep moving forward and doing all the shit you want to do and have time for everything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's very hard. The, the balance, it's hard to find most that balance. people understand that because a lot of people are kind of on that same thing like Mm -hmm. but it is hard if you know if people aren't like that or they're not like you in that aspect to like get that be like well i'm not i'm just not going i'm (laughs) i'm not like mad at anybody i'm just i'm not purposely distancing i'm just not talking because i am doing all my own shit all the time yeah so my mind's not on who do i gotta reply to (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's kind of tough to put a whole like a whole work day in sometimes and you know, you get back and you have uh you know, just missed calls or missed texts and and unanswered, you know, messages and things like that and you're like, I don't want to just sit here and and feels I don't like have, a chore. Yeah, like not that you even don't want to, it's just like you don't you don't even have the energy because it's like to keep a conversation going if you want to just rest or like you get back and and you do want to you know, like I said, just rest or whatever. It's like you don't want to constantly feel like your brain has to be going 100 at all times. You know what I mean? You need, a, you need like a moment or few to just release that, you know, just to just to cool your brain down and kind of restart. Yeah. Um, a healthy amount of rest is always good. It's like... That is, at our age, though, like, the way that I see it is it almost is... The point in time where, yeah, I mean, there's, I love and care about all my friends and in no way am I, do I think I'm going to lose any of them, but I also feel like this is the point in all of our lives where, like, we are physically and mentally capable enough to get the things that we kind of wanted to do, mm-hmm. give them a shot now, and, like, have that drive. Like, we should all kind of yeah. have that drive right now, like being in your early mid 20s hell like even upper 20s 30s mid 30s like just that period in times like whenever you feel like you can start stuff pick stuff up you know and have the drive to do it yeah well and and like you said it now it's i don't want it to pass me by you know and a lot of people are are doing the same thing so it's like that's even less guilty you should feel about it because you don't want to end up with nothing and, like, you know, people please too much and then eventually it's like, oh, your friends have wives and kids and uh, wives and kids and everything else and and you're just kind of, like, sitting there wondering what the hell you got left. You're like, what the, you know, what, are, what have I been doing? Like, just trying to, just trying to please everybody. It's like you want to be as nice as you can to people in general, but everybody has their own path and it doesn't always include um, each other the entire time. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like... It's not anything. It's not anything like to be perceived as like a like an angry or mean or mad thing at anybody. It's just like sometimes you have to you have to really buckle down and figure out where you're going, you know why and you know before you can before you can move forward. This is a stage in our lives where we really should kind of take out the time to figure out like who we are. 
yeah. like what we are, what we what we stand for, what we want to do. Like this is the period where you you know you kind of you've lived enough by this point and know enough to where you kind of feel like you can start to settle into what you are. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's like the best way I can kind of describe it. Is this is kind of that period in time, but there's a lot of people I feel like, and I'm not like trying to preach anybody. Everybody can do what they want, but there is a lot of people that never truly discover who they are, or what they are, or their own identity, and become their own person because they're so reliant on trying to please this other person oh, or yeah. put on this image for this other person or do this for this other person, and like next thing you know. They're fucking 40, and they don't actually really know who they ever were, and they have a midlife crisis. Like, you lose yourself in the process of of trying to please everyone else. And that, in my mind, has always been like, especially since I've gotten a little older, probably since I had about 20, 21, really, that's kind of been like a fear of mine. I've been like, I really need to find out who the fuck I am before I, like, truly settle into anything. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like, because I just thought about, I don't want to be that dude way down the line that's like, man, I wish I fucking had more time. I wish I would have did all this shit, you know? No regrets, man. That's the whole thing. You don't you don't want to have regrets whenever you're at the end of your days eventually. Who knows when that will be for a lot of people? Yeah, that's you know, what I mean. Who actually knows? A lot of people probably didn't expect to, you know, pass away or lose loved ones from this whole thing. Which, you know, I know that's a, it's a hard thing. It's just like, it's like, damn, you never, you never really know. But it's like the best we can do is just day to day improve as much as we possibly can and be there for the people that need us, you know, and it's, uh, but like you said, everybody kind of has, everybody in like our age, like around us right now is like trying to figure that out. So everybody sort of has distractions in the same way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um... It's way, it's weird because your mind, like, my mind, it's, it always is a constant battle with yourself. Like, because your mind's like, oh, you, you should do all this shit, you know, you want to do all this shit, you should do all this shit. Yeah. But when it, that time actually rolls around, your mind's like, nah, dude, take it easy, chill. You try to talk relax, yourself out of it, like yeah. that bowl up. It's like, dude, what do you want, mind? Yeah. <laughs> what do you actually want me to do? Just not please. <laughs> and that's a problem I have, too, sometimes. Like, you know, I, I go through the, like, sometimes, you know, people go through funks and whatnot, and it's like, I I don't, I really genuinely don't think uh, anybody could be harder on me than myself. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, I, just the level of anger I feel when I fuck something up, yeah. or, or, like, a whole situation, I'm just like, this is, it just... You know, I beat myself up over a lot of things. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, and that's part of the people-pleasing thing. And you're, you're trying not... And then you feel bad about not feeling guilty sometimes. But um, you don't always have to feel guilty. Like, everybody has their own stuff going on. And um, I don't know. It's a big... It's definitely a day... It's definitely a time of reckoning for a lot of things. Like, a lot of shit has transpired in recent months that just makes you think. Like, gets your gears, you know, grinding. Just makes... You know, causes the creative juices to flow. Like, yeah. now, we, we knew... We didn't even 100% know what the hell we were going to talk about when we came into this podcast. We are like, we'll just... We'll just lay it out there and... 
kind of how I like to do podcasts. See what comes up, yeah. Because if you have sort of a generalization of topics, yeah, then it doesn't feel as fluent and real. Like it's not like a real conversation. Then it's just kind of like it almost it seems like a planned out, mapped out thing. Yeah, well, and especially when it's just me and you, it definitely should be more of a conversation. There's we bring people on for reasons, so I think we, you know it's it's nice to have some questions prepared yeah, we for have most things guests. that we want to talk to them about. But yeah, in general, I feel like most of it's just free balling it, anyways. Yeah, which is which is the way it should be. I mean, you want it to make it comfortable for your guests and stuff, but at the same time, like, I feel like they, it's almost is more comfortable for them to just be like, oh, we're just talking. Than to be like, here's a list of yeah. the things that we're gonna go over. <laughs> yeah, because even without that, some of them have been sitting on the couch and they're kind of like just a little bit of nervousness. She's like, yeah, I'm about to start this, you know? Are you you prepared? You ready to go and stuff? Mm-hmm. And just you feel like you're on the spot, so you gotta you gotta make them comfortable enough to get going into a conversation instead of just like, you know, having have a have a notepad and like a pen. You thought, oh, uh, what's your answer to this? You know, just kind of <laughs> interview it. It's like that's. It's like, yeah, we want to know things and, like, ask questions, but it's a conversation. Have you ever seen, like, Larry King do interviews? Yeah. That dude is, like, he's like that, where he just has, like, a piece of paper in front of him, (laughs) and the person sits, like... And the thing is, I don't hate Larry King. Like, I've actually sat there and watched a fuck ton of his interviews, because he typically has some pretty interesting people, but, like, (laughs) he just, like... Picks up the sheet and just rapid fires. He just like, what's your favorite food? How was it like to work with Mark Wahlberg? Well, it just like, he keeps going. Yeah. He's <laughs> been around for a long time. <clears throat> yeah, that dude's ancient. Larry King Live. He's had like eight wives or something, hasn't he? I, I really don't know. I'm pretty sure Maybe. that dude, that dude is, yeah, he's got divorced a fuck ton of time. I'm surprised that he's like, still kicking, honestly. Yeah. He's got to be in his 70s, right? Oh, he's got to be older than that. Larry King age. 86. Holy shit. <laughs> How many wives this man have? Is he fucking like King Henry VIII over here? <clears throat> Married one girl twice. That's a mistake. Well, yeah. <laughs> willing to quit that easily he's like okay well try it again so technically he's been married <laughs> eight times but he's only had seven wives they say that's the number that affects the uh like the divorce rate it's like some of the same people getting divorced <laughs> married, married divorced. but i'm like i don't know i just keep hearing more and more and more people get divorced too but there's still a lot of young couples getting married at the same time. It's just like... I feel like he must be a fucking wreck or something. Yeah. Get married and divorced that many times. There's got to be a problem with you. <laughs> maybe maybe half of them were like in Vegas or something. Yeah, I don't know. Just the drive through. Larry, it's you again. <laughs> you were here last month. You sure you want to do this? Oh, well, yeah. And he, then he runs out of questions to ask her, and he's just done. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he has a sheet in the car. Yeah. Well, I'd say that's pretty much it tonight on CNN. He's like, for her least on. favorite dessert, cheesecake. Get the fuck out of the car. This is over. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> 
wow, yeah, he's been around for a while. Yeah. And you see, like, out in, like, Hollywood right now is, like, a lot of people, their, their shows have gone to, you know, just over, like, Zoom or just whatever the fuck, the internet. And, uh, yeah. you can't have live audiences still. Sports are supposed to come back soon, though. That's that's exciting shit. Been waiting for that Dude, for a while. Dude, man, it keeps, like, kind of getting a little delayed, though. Like... I don't know what they're going to do about MLB because they're like, oh, we're coming back in August. We're coming back. I but like, come back the twenty fourth of July. Or I don't. They might have moved it again because oh, fucking boys. players keep <laughs> getting the fucking virus. Uh, I know NHL start date was August first. Yeah, it was supposed to be. Oh no, wait! It says the league says it could start. It'll start on July twenty third. I thought the MLB was July 24th. Says. On July 23rd, the 2020 regular season will begin with Washington starting its title defense. I guess they might have like one game that day on the 23rd. It's going to be the Nationals versus the Yankees. Yeah, that sounds right. The 23rd? Yeah, that's going to be the kickoff. Hell the yeah. Well, let's see how it goes. I hope we actually get a little through the season that we're going to get. That's that's a big thing that's been missing is sports. It just, you know, it'd be great to be fighting over that, to be arguing over competitiveness in sports. People are like, oh, these real issues are a bigger deal. Wouldn't your other, like, yeah, but we've been arguing over that endlessly and nobody has changed anybody's mind that's how every that's how it's always going to go and sports are the same way you're not gonna freaking but it's fun you're not gonna turn an eagles fan into a cowboys fan but it's still funny to like bicker with people back and forth because with that it's like you can be kind of hurtful towards each other but it's all in fun because it's just like you're supporting a team you know what i mean like with this stuff it's actually pretty fucking violent and rude oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's and some of it has not been great at all. Got to got to take a break from the social media every once in a while. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty sad. Just cuz there's also like some of the things that you see people post on there on really on both sides of the spectrum. You're just like at times you're like Jesus Christ. That that's a ridiculous thing to say. Yeah. Like, I, I just <laughs> irks you for a minute because you're like I can't believe somebody would think that like I've <laughs> really been like just just some of the stuff I've seen is just fucking driven me crazy and, I, and I've had to take a break and I'm like this is it's so it's just toxified and polluted that I'm like it, it doesn't even seem like there's you know extreme examples aside I guess it doesn't even seem like there's just a, a good and bad anymore it's just so much fucking toxicity. It's all bad. You know? The yeah. government, all bad. Pedophilia <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood, bad. Not all of it. Not no, all no, no, of no. Hollywood. Pedophilia Hollywood. Pedophilia Hollywood, that's probably <laughs> a good chunk of it. Yeah. That's the thing. And then there's, you got... There's so much, like, that's... What's crazy about all that is I really don't think we'll ever know all the names... Or the full truth, like, no. there's no way. There's just, it would take, like, everyone out. So they're yeah. just like, uh, 
Well, like, they're probably going to do what they typically do. They're going to freaking grab a few people that were involved, really fuck them over, <laughs> run them through the media. Not saying they don't deserve to be fucked over, but they'll take the brute force of everything. And then they'll just kind of, like, try to sweep it under the rug and move on to something else, like, yeah. always. Well, like, whenever Harvey got in trouble, and his was big. I'm not even remotely going to sit here and act like it was not a big, you know, his was obviously a big deal, but it's like there, were, there was a lot of other people that had really terrifying circumstances, in, you know, in their own shit, but they were just kind of swept under the rug compared to his because they're like, he's taking the fall. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's more than just one person, man. Yeah, they're like, hey, Harvey. We're going to throw the fucking book at you, dog. <laughs> the rest of you, keep quiet for a while. Yeah. <laughs> what did what did Stephen Hyde say back in the day? The character, not not Danny Masterson himself. He, he yeah, I was going to say, well, fucking... I don't want to go too... <laughs> going to go on to that, because that yeah. motherfucker's a part of all of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he said, his character said, that 70s show, he said, uh, the you know, whatever, whatever Jackie's... Looking to write, you know, it was uh, it was Eric. He was trying to write a paper about the three branches of government, and Hyde's like, "I'll tell you what the three branches of government actually are." He's like, "It's military, corporate, and Hollywood." <laughs> That's one hundred percent. And you're like, "Yeah." Now you're like, "Holy shit, I see it." <laughs> I mean, it's definitely the truth, though. Yeah, it's. I think it's even more plainly obvious now than it's ever been because there's so there, there's so many more ways to catch people doing shit. I saw a funny post the other day that was like, I'm having trouble remembering the three branches of government. I remember corporations and pedophilia, but what's the third one? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Military, corporate, and Hollywood. <laughs> the real! <laughs> that's the thing that's insane to me, is like, they're just like, oh... You know, we don't have a lot of money, you know, we're fucking, we're in a recession, all this shit, but then it's like, any time, no matter what happens in this country, it's like, we will funnel a trillion bucks to the military. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, corporations that need the fucking money. And the, meanwhile, they're having this big old debate over the stimulus and everything, and they're like, alright, we'll give them one stimulus package to last five months. Yeah. That should be enough. You poor neighborhoods that have needed yeah. to get get fixed for the past forty five years, ah, yeah. Let's send some more money to the military and corporations. And I say this, and I say this about uh, about the job aspect. Like to myself, I joke about it a little bit because I know there's a lot of people out there struggling. But like, I've been working the whole time, personally, you know, and so have you. So it hasn't necessarily affected us that much, but. Hell you yeah, see? it has. I've gotten hazard pay. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, people. It's negatively affected too. It's just, it's hard, you know. It's a hard it's... situation for everybody. It was right from the get go. It still is. All these months later, mid July and shit. Oh so. yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, each... and then you just mix, on top of the virus shit that's already sent in the whirlwind across everything then you mix in potential freaking pizza gate pedo gate <laughs> like yeah all the all the like uh protests and stuff like just the madness that's going on in the world right now it's just insane yeah just so much is getting exposed at the same time that this virus is going on like 
Yep, and stuff. That's what happens. Stuff. You can't keep people contained for too long, man. They fucking like we're gonna get antsy and we're gonna flip the goddamn world upside down. Yeah, <laughs> things that would otherwise be headline news any other time of year or any other year, you know, are being essentially swept under the rug or just talked about for like a few days and then glossed over. Because something else happens, or something else comes out, you know? Yeah. And it's like, this 24-7 fucking news cycle is just, it's so much to take, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm not even saying, some of it, I mean, a lot of it is news, some of it, you're just like, is that really a headline, you know? Yeah. It's it's just questionable, and then, and then you just start losing faith in the whole deal. You're like, what are they talking about? Dude, that's how I... Honestly, that's how I feel about, like, almost all media. Yeah. Especially any kind that's, like, sort of lenient on one side or the other, but really any of it now. Like, that with this Epstein stuff and, like, just Lane Maxwell and exposing these names and stuff, like, I literally, I'm not going to trust any media side on it. I, I feel yeah. like everyone is going to lie about this. <laughs> yeah, well, what they do is... When it affects both parties, like the Epstein thing does, they don't want to talk about it. If it just affected one, you know, it affected, you know, fucking the left, like, Fox is going to jump all over it. It affected the right, like, everybody else is going to jump all over it. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, this is just madness. And like, oh, the Epstein, they, they, they brought it up a little bit, and they're conveniently putting out the facts that they want to. Like that Netflix series, didn't watch all of it. It just felt weird to me, like, listening to those girls and that, you know what I mean? Like, not that it, it's not informative and stuff, but after the first episode, I was like, well, that was, I mean, I was, you learn some stuff, but you, it just makes you feel weird. And you, at the same time, you're like, they're not going to expose all the dirty secrets. No, it's a, a Netflix, Netflix fucking show. They're not going to say everything that's going to I thought affect, about that, too. Like, you with know? this situation, dude, they're, like, literally, unless you were there at and you saw it somehow and you could like oh, all these motherfuckers were involved like you're not gonna know I really no. don't think you will ever know just because that was such I, th- I feel like that was such a deep deep rooted thing mm-hmm. throughout Hollywood and the government that it's just not going to ever fully get cleared like there's no way that they're to going, get all the facts that they're over. going to take everyone down yeah and that everything's going to come out like there's so many somehow of them. and on top of that I heard Jocelyn Maxwell's sisters like did programming and shit like for the FBI like Epstein and Maxwell like they both have their they've rubbed elbows and have their hands in the pockets like of everything not just like Hollywood stars or like government officials, but also, like, freaking FBI, CIA, like, they're in everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's bad, and I think, personally, I don't know, I think if people found out it was that, like, it was that true, it was that many of them, they would be so frightened, like, and I think people already are frightened anyway, but it would just be so frightening, you feel like everybody is on the bad side, mm-hmm. and you're like, and you just, what would happen is... To bring Batman back up here, all these months later, I, uh, I I draw correlations between the Dark Knight and like real life frequently because there's a lot of like little lessons in that movie how they how they cover up the fact that Harvey turned bad, and so Batman's like you could pin it on me like I can take the heat 
You know what I mean? Because all they saw was that Harvey was a hero, the people of Gotham. You know what I mean? They didn't see once his face got blown up, he shot all those people. Yeah. And saw his true colors, like, after the fact, after Rachel died and everything. And the main thing, the, the main reason Batman took the fall for it, for uh, Harvey Dent's murder and, like, uh, him killing those people, was so that the people didn't lose hope in, in their golden knight, their... Their, their white knight, Harvey Dent, mm-hmm. wasn't this killer. And then they just, they're like, there's nobody that can save us. Like, there's nobody good and pure anymore. And that is what I think would happen with society. Like, people would be like, all these people you looked up to with power, that is yeah. an act, actor or actress, uh, fucking athletes, politi- you know, I don't know why you would look up to these fucking corrupt politicians, but politicians too. Um, it just, it you would just... I think they would lose hope. I think a lot of people would, even more people would arm arm themselves than they are, and people would be like, you know what? They're like, I'm, like, I'm making, I'm making out of this alive. Like, I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not gonna stand for this shit anymore, because it's, you don't want your kids finding out about things like that. You know what I mean? It's too like, young. It's more like, it's bad. That shit has kind of been exposed in recent years, just throughout just like a lot of these people you know getting exposed for inappropriate behavior or rape or just a lot of different shit like you realize kind of actually how scary of a world it can be for like a child or a woman like yeah it can be it can def like it's always good to uh expect you know good like good and people and to be friendly and approachable and nice and shit, but also to keep your guard up and have that slight skepticism on everyone you first meet. Yeah. You shouldn't trust anyone you first meet. Like, it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. I, that's how I feel like I've definitely been recently, but how I've kind of always been is whenever I'm first approached by someone or I first meet someone, there's always kind of just like a... I'm nice to them, I'm friendly to them and everything, but until I actually get to know the person that they are, how they act, who they are, like, mm-hmm. I'm a little skeptical of them. Just because people are really, really just unpredictable creatures. You never mm-hmm. know. Every person's different, you know? Yeah. I feel like if you, um, I get that. But I also feel, you know, maybe, like, if you if you had preconceived, like, notions about them, like, if, if somebody you really did trust was like, hey, they're a good guy, they're, you know, whatever, you might be more open to being like, okay. Like, I might be a little more comfortable with them if this person that I trust is vouching for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if, like, you've heard things and you're just like, oh, you know. Most, most people that you don't have terrible preconceived notions about, you should give a fair shot to. Yeah. I think. So, I mean, you you can always, you know, be friendly and give them that fair shot, but that, like, still kind of mm-hmm. just watch yourself a little bit. Like, yeah, not, not be like, you don't have to be, like, skeptical in the fact, like, I don't trust that motherfucker, but just kind of be like, you know, I don't really know this person, so yeah. <laughs> who knows how they might act. Yeah, I agree. It, it takes a while to, like, truly build up trust. Like, you trust people with dumb things. Like, you trust, you know, you first meet somebody, you trust the fact that they're not just going to pull out a shank and just stab you, you know? You trust simple things like that, but yeah. you don't always trust, you know, you, you you wouldn't necessarily, oh, you wouldn't call them to, uh, oh, watch my house or watch, you know, 
look after my dogs or cats for, for a few days or for yeah. a week or something. You know what I mean? Staying in your own place or whatever. Um, Watching any any of your own personal shit, really. Yeah. Just yeah. like you wouldn't trust them. you got to draw a line somewhere, and I don't think that makes you a dick. I think it just makes, you know, it's, it's, it's what it is. Like, you don't always know what people's agenda is. And honestly, you could think you know somebody for like a whole year, and like, they could still have a different agenda. You know what yeah. I mean? You just... Kind of like we talked about before, like, I'll gladly give a homeless person a few bucks, but they're not going to come stay at my place. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> but it's like, dude, I can't, I don't know about that. Especially, especially if it's like you have somebody else living there. It's like, you have to go through a bunch of shit to, you know, figure out if that's even okay I with somebody else. I don't like, let I don't anybody I don't know no. step into my car, yeah, let alone I, my home. Like. I've had seems like a I've idea. had people at gas stations come up to me and beg me for rides, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I just can't do it. <laughs> like, I just can't do it. Yeah. Like, who's to say that I don't drive out of this parking lot on the street and you put a gun in my head and tell me, oh, we're going here? Like, I don't fucking know you. You're just standing in front of this gas station in the middle of the night. That's sketchy in itself. Crazy to think <laughs> that in the '70s people would just stick their thumb out, try to hitchhike, and people would pick them up. Yeah, it was totally fine. Yeah. And you know? then, 70s, fucking 80s, blow like up of serial killers. Yeah. What do you know? Yeah, yeah. That was like, that was fucking easy back then. It was like easy picking. You just had to drive a car down the street, <laughs> pick somebody up, kill them, go a town over, and you weren't going to be found. Yeah. Just hardly cover up your tracks. Yeah. I just make sure I don't forget any of this shit. You don't. Can't forget my rope. Okay. That's in the car. And then you just literally drive like two hours. You're fine for a couple months. <laughs> I was listening to a Rogan podcast and uh, a guy that wrote a book on Charles Manson and like his affiliation with like the CIA and stuff said that like how you know how he had been. Oh, in I want to buy that book. How he had been in and out of prison like his whole life pretty much. Mm. Well, after a while, it's like after a while, why is this, you know, or your sense like your sentence is not getting longer. You know what I mean? Your prison sentences. And they kept releasing him, kept releasing him, kept releasing him. And the guy that wrote this book, I wish I could remember the name and the book, but I just remember hearing it in, we were talking about serial killers for what a second. He, he doing LSD testing for the CIA? No, the, yeah, the CIA <laughs> would, would give the acid tabs to him. Oh, yeah. Dude, the CIA and, was doing a lot of and, LSD testing. Yes, yeah, and he would and not, and he would not take it, and then, you know, I mean, we, I, like, we knew that, that he wouldn't take it and stuff like that, but, I, like, the, the detail this guy went into about how, like, he really, like, he is this guy, but he's, he was kind of a, a you know, just an informant for him, essentially, yeah. and it's like, oh, I'm still gonna do this for you. Um, but he's still gonna be this outlaw and shit. It's well, like, I mean, this dude—it's like it's cringy to think about because that is our fucking like. Are you serious? The CIA, like, they're working with somebody that's. Have you ever seen that's doing this type of shit? The Men Who Stare at Goats, that movie. Yeah, that's all about that. It's insane. It's man. like the CIA and the military, in the sixties and seventies, they literally like. We're trying to find ways to use mind-altering substances to, like, mind-control people. They were, like, trying to find ways to, like... And the LSD, they were, like, lock people in these rooms. Like, just these soundproof rooms. Yeah. Little tiny rooms, and they would just, like, play a, a repeated song over and over and shit. Flashlights at them. That's crazy. Just, like... 
talk about that is just set up for like a bad trip. <laughs> it's like that you're gonna, song. You're gonna flash a, a fucking strobe at somebody's face for ten hours and play a song on repeat in a little sponge room, and then when they go crazy, you'll be like, "This drug is fucking bad." No, yeah. you guys are fucking insane, and you locked this person in a fucking psycho room and made them go nuts. <laughs> It'd be easy to go nuts, like, with that on and, like, a song, like, any song over and over and over all day long would get yeah. just, you would go insane. Your life would become that song, eventually. It would be horrible. <laughs> you would think you were living that song. You know what's insane is, like, like Negan, <laughs> dude. That's yeah, Daryl. Yeah, that's what I was gonna bring up. That, um, but there's something else. Um, but yeah, like Daryl, man, when he was in there, that song, that was horrible. <laughs> that, well, this, I mean, I don't know if this song was On horrible, but it was easy horrible listening <laughs> over and over and over. It was like I'm not on easy street. You're feeding me fucking dog food sandwiches, yeah, dog sleeping on the concrete floor in the pitch black. But Daryl, he's a tough son of a bitch. They had to break him. Yeah. I liked I liked going back and watching all that over again. Which I hadn't even seen, like, the ending. Like, the, the last season and a half. Oh, I really, that. really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was uh, it was fun. I can't wait till it comes back and we, walk, you know, we can watch it live. That is the thing, too. Like, whenever I started the series, I was, you know, I told a lot of people whenever TV shows are brought up, oh, I'm watching The Walking Dead now and stuff, and... Most of the people are like, oh, I watched that, you know, first five seasons or whatever. I quit watching. They just, for whatever reason, oh, mm-hmm. they killed off too many people or this <laughs> happened or whatever. But, like, now that we did catch up, I'm like, dude, that, honestly, the show stayed solid ten yeah. seasons. Yeah. Like, I think like we did. said, season six kind of had, like, a slow period, but, like, really, they did, they brought it back. Full swing, pretty well, much. Well, yeah, and in, like, the ending of that season is when they started really putting the work in to introduce Negan and everything. Mm-hmm. And then he came in, and that episode was just chilling. Yeah, I heard they fucking lost viewers from that shit, too, for sure. The, uh, the Brutal episode? Yeah. Um, it was, like, it, it just got a huge... really upset a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people didn't want Glenn to die, but it's like, you know, it's like, it's an apocalypse show, you know? And look at how many motherfuckers have died up to this point. Oh, yeah. Well, and you have your memorable characters, like Merle. Like, Merle is a great character. Yeah, Glenn was a great character. You know, there was, a, yeah, a few of the characters that didn't really stick around super, super long in the show. Yeah. That were pretty damn good. Like, I liked Merle a lot, too. I liked Abraham. He didn't stick around a shit ton. Like, yeah. he was like a season and a half, maybe. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, it was a it was a little while. It was he was in it consistently when he was in it. Yeah, it was like a, it was halfway through four to like the first episode of seven. Okay. So yeah, it was like two and a half seasons, I think. And Merle, um, Merle, you know, he was the first few, but like he wasn't consistently always in it. He would yeah. like kind of disappear and then come back later. Can <laughs> <laughs> you bet hey, this motherfucker little still brother. around? Oh, it was great once they found him. Yeah. Um. Tremendous though. I, I think the work put into the show was great. And like, it, you know, when like whenever I said that they ended the comic last year, I think it was a surprise to a lot of people, a hundred percent. But they have they have changed a lot of stuff from the comic to the show. Like, a lot of things didn't transition the same way, which you want that so that your 
even if you didn't read the comics, you still hear things, and uh, you don't want it to be spoiled for you. So like they switched some stuff up and whatnot. But yeah, it was it was incredible. Like the whisper stuff was very interesting too. I thought I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it it's was like, it was different for sure, and it it definitely seemed a little just like creepier. Like yeah. it had like an overall horror vibe. Yeah, to the come whispers. season nine, it really was. It really was like that. That was into season ten strictly because of the whispers. I feel like mm-hmm. they almost gave me that. Uh, at times, because they're like Walker masks and shit, they almost gave me like Scarecrow vibes. Just because, like, the masks and stuff and the way they yeah. like, hold their head and shit. <laughs> Which is pretty funny, because it's like they also have, like, incorporated cornfields and shit into that, those seasons. <laughs> like, it was just very fall 100%. feeling. Well, and that's good, because that's usually when they make their return in October. Yeah. I don't know how season 11 is going to go. We're still waiting on that finale from season 10, but it's supposed to be, like, the season premiere of season 11 now. So I wonder how that's going to change things. Uh, you know, how they how they operate the next season. Production on everything's just going to be held It was haunted, up. yeah. But I don't know who got what done, because they're, they're, everybody's all about these, making new shows and new episodes. They're announcing so much stuff, but it's like, when are you guys going to actually get to this? I, I hope that... You're able to sometime soon, you know? Yeah. It's just, you, I don't know. Text, like, testing is going up, so the numbers are going up, but some people are being stupid, and some, I don't know. We'll get, we'll get to a point, I think. There's no areas where, end. I do feel like, honestly, there, there is a reason for the restrictions, like, like it, yeah. Like you should probably wear a mask if you're gonna enter a packed ass store or a packed ass like plate. Like that is only going to help over time. Probably just like if you just keep your distance with people, just fucking try your best to just follow some shit and mm-hmm. not not touch a fuck ton of people, not breathe all over, not go out places if you don't feel good. But like, there's just a lot of counties around the country and shit. Like, all the rural areas just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, there's no restrictions. Everybody's going everywhere. But they're no not, masks. They're like, not, not going to help. Bro. They're not the ones going up. That's because, yeah, like, the populated area. Like, if you have you know, people on top of each other, it's just going to yeah, be impossible. That's what I mean. Get. And it's like, more and more restrictions are being put in place, and the numbers are going up. And people are following the precautions more than they were months ago. And the numbers are going up and up and up still. So it's like, how much... You know what I mean? Because it's like whenever you make the case for more testing, they want to deny that in some in, in some way. It's like no, no, no. It's like the numbers are going up. The restrictions are getting are getting more and more. The numbers should be going down, not up. Even if there's more testing, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they're not. So it's like I don't think it's quite as simple as as the people with the quote unquote answers think it is. Even you know what I mean? There was a lot of testing going on. It's just. It's, I don't know, like, most people still can't get a test unless you have some money or you actually are incredibly sick, and then you get tested, but yeah. once you get in the hospital, they have to do that test for you anyway. Tyler was uh, telling me, actually, because he said that at their uh, store, like, their pizza out there in California and stuff, that they had to shut down because uh, one of the workers got it or mm-hmm. whatever, so they had to send all their employees to go get a test. 
Yeah. So they had to like all they for one they shut the store down for like two weeks, and then they all had to get a test before they came back. And it, like, from what he said, it was pretty fucking uncomfortable. The test, like he's like they like. Oh, he did it. They stuck some shit like way up his nose. Oh. He's like, it felt like it was like touching the back of my eye. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see him explaining that. <laughs> Look, he was touching my eye, man. <laughs> but that does sound fucking horrible. Sticking a yeah. stick right up your nose. <laughs> Jesus. Like, oh, how else man. do they do it, though? I didn't know that was the way it was done at all. Yeah. Seems almost weird to, like, that you would test it through the nose. But, I mean, your sinus, and yeah. that's part of the reason, I guess, for the mask. All of stuff. it's got... You it's like, my nose is just mouth. fucked up anyway, it just feels like, like, yeah. half the year I feel like I could hardly breathe right anyway, so I'm like, I, I seriously do, I'm like, and one nostril's all fucked up, you wake up and you're like, this yeah. never ends, man. I got allergies it's all never the time, clear. too. And, but it's not, it's, like, I don't even know what it is, it's just the way, it's just my breathing. One of my nostrils will, yeah, just completely not work for a little bit, and the other one will be real, real clear, Yeah. and then next thing you know, they'll switch. I don't know how that happens, that's the part that shocks me, because I'm like, how is it that this nostril had no (laughs) breathing power, and now half an hour later, the other nostril has none, and this one's like at full power? Yeah. (laughs) That's a good question. I, I have the same fucking thing. I feel like that could ju- I feel like that could be slightly common. Yeah, you ask people and, you know, like, well, I did it. Yeah, we did ask people when we were skeptical about that a few months ago and stuff. And, and most people like, yeah, I got something like, I'm like, it doesn't matter what season it is. I just, I'm like, fuck, man. It's like one notch. Well, I, I feel like breaking my nose when I was a little kid sort of you know, primed it for some issues maybe down the road, yeah. just, like, being able to operate correctly, and uh, I broke it, I was, like, four, rolled down, <laughs> rolled down the hill <laughs> into the neighbor's house on a wagon, <laughs> face first, yeah, <laughs> smashed, wearing a white shirt, it's <laughs> a way to do it, <laughs> yeah, Fuck. Ah! just go fucking crazy, how about you goddamn screaming, yeah, I mean, I don't 100% know, like, or I think, you know what's funny is, is, uh, whenever my mom and dad tell the story, they're like, they're like, you were upset because you were in pain, but you seem like you were even worse because you, <laughs> you ruined the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Just feeling really bad about it. Oh, I like this shirt. <laughs> Jesus. You do think that as a kid, though, because you hold sentimental value towards everything. Yeah. So you're like, I don't want to lose any of this. I've been using this for three years. Yeah. So, like, that was that way always. Like, my parents, yeah. oh, you know, we got to give some of your toys away. You know, Christmas, you got a whole bunch of new ones. It's like, all right, that's fine. But then when we went in there to actually, like, try to clear it out, I had a reason why every one of them shouldn't go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I still play with that one occasionally, whatever. So, like... Dude, you haven't played with that shit in seven months. Yeah. You got an inventory of new toys, but it was still not good enough. And you're like, no, I can't get rid of this shit. (laughs) That was always... Being a kid, man, it was always just so simple. Your concerns, the shit you worried about and thought was a problem. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, and, and everything just seemed to go a lot 
like everything took so much longer because you had very oh, few, you yeah. had very few concerns though compared to now. Now it's like we're talking about paying bills, working, trying to exercise, do this and that, and it's like fucking. You get home, it's like late as fuck, and you're just like, dude, I don't, I just, I don't really want to interact with anybody. I can't really mm-hmm. reply and have these hours long conversations and shit. Well, yeah, as a kid, you didn't do anything. Really. No, the school year feel like it took forever. Oh, the fuck, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I was in middle school, I was like. Dude, I'm getting great grades, but I'm like, this is taking forever. I'm like, how long? I can't keep this up. I can, but I'm like, I don't want to. Like, what the hell is the deal? Yeah. That time really did, like, until, honestly, all the way up through school. Like, I feel like when I was 18, time still kind of held up pretty... It didn't seem like it was flying past me. Like, yet. Like, now it just seems like it's flying past me all the time. No, and then you're just like, oh my gosh, still got all of junior high and high school. Still got all of high school. I still got all of fucking Yeah, that's also because you, you are know? sort of like counting down shit your whole life up yeah. to that point. And then it's over, and then a lot of people, like the first couple years, oh, I really miss high school, like trying to cling on, and it's like, it's like, dude, you lived it. Why wouldn't you look forward? Like we said, though, we all sort of, kind of, in general, like without realizing it, did kind of cling on. For like a couple years afterwards, just for the fact that we were all still getting together all the time, we were having parties, we were... Well, I don't think things were going to dissipate right away, because everybody was still that close and that locked in, but it's it's when All in the same area, too. Yeah, it's when everybody goes off to college, gets a job, moves away, goes in the military, whatever the fuck, like, it's, it's all those things that start spreading people further and further in geography... It really has a lot to do with it. You know what I mean? You uh, want to take a break before we continue on here? Yeah. yeah All right, well, well, I mean, we got fucking good, the bad, and the shits like the olden days. We're going to bring it back to you, and um, still we got plenty of the podcast left, folks. Thanks for staying with us. We'll be See right you back. in a moment. Welcome back to Casting the Spotlight. Good to be back. Good to be yeah. back. It's... They missed that ad, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's for it sure. always gets brought up. Means <laughs> that man. it's just too ridiculous not to bring up. Yeah, because we know if you listen to this, like that's what we just got through. You know, we need to fucking get some sponsors really badly. But now we're getting back on track, so it's a good time to fucking go from there. Start looking into everything else. Yeah, regarding sponsors, good, the bad, and the shits. We have been away for a hot minute. Yeah, that's from that. It's not a game that's been played in quite a while. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, not really. Well, not since the Laney episode. Yeah, that was like twenty-two. It didn't even so <laughs> insane. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is we put out some at the beginning of the year, but it's like now we got a fucking show we can do all over again. Yeah, in a whole nother way. It's like we're picking up with episode twenty-three, but um, we got a lot of work to put in the rest of the year. So, quite a bit. Look forward to it. No, we have some guests. We have some guests we want to bring in. Forward to it. Um, who wants to start? Yeah, we can hop back into this. The good, the bad, the shits. They fucking they know. They remember. Hadn't been that long. (laughs) Well, if you're just tuning in for the first time. Indeed, that might that might be some of you. We just rate. We can bring up a topic of anything. It could be a food, it could be a person, it could be an object. 
could be a plant, anything. Yeah. Really. Could be a fucking trait. <laughs> yeah. Can be a phrase. Literally yeah. anything. Exactly. We haven't had a lot of phrases, I don't think. No. The man up one was like one of the first ones I ever had <laughs> on here. <laughs> I asked you that. And we rate whether we think it is an overrated, underrated, or fair thing. I think it's it's hard because we never truly actually uh, judge whether we're doing it off our own personal feeling or off society's feeling. Because sometimes, depending on the subject, it's like, mm-hmm. you know? But we kind of just explain with each one anyways. Yeah, yeah. So we can just go from there. All right. Because I can start... What is your perception on hiking? On hiking? Any kind of hiking. Woods? Um, mountain? All that shit. Probably, probably fair. I mean, maybe, maybe even a little underrated, but probably fair because there's a lot of people that enjoy hiking, you know, up mountains, seeing different places and, you know, capturing the moment. Um... Like, I don't know. I I haven't gone hiking a whole lot in my lifetime, but it's definitely something I would I would like to do. Um, just being in a better spot, I don't know. Just kind of, it'd be insane to go across the country, across the world, and hike different places. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. I definitely feel like it would be fun to hike a mountain or something at some mm-hmm. point. I enjoy hiking when I get out there. I mean, I think there's a surprising amount of people that actually do. Like, they do it still. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people always talk all the time. They're like, kids never get outside anymore and things like that. But there's a lot of... I wouldn't necessarily call them kids, though. I mean, they're... they're we're young, but people our age, I see a lot of people going hiking still. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> Everest, man. That's, uh, that's one you work up to. Yeah. That's... Like, it's crazy to me that... Literally, like, there is just, I don't know the exact number, but there's just groups of people that just died on that mountain, Mm -hmm. and they're just there. Forever just there. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're not gonna move, they're not gonna get buried, nothing's gonna happen, they're just on the fucking mountain now. I heard, (laughs) you use that as like a marker. Once you come up past that big boulder with the dead guy behind it, you're going to take a left up there. (laughs) I actually heard, like, sometimes when it gets hotter around that area and it, like, kind of melts different spots, like, when the snow melts, it reveals, like, dead bodies and shit occasionally. Really? What do they do about it, though? It just, like, melts away and they were buried underneath the snow. Did they drag them down the mountain? (laughs) I don't know. I guess it depends on if a hiker finds it or yeah. who would find it. Because if a hiker finds it, I'm guaranteeing they're like, I'm not going to fuck with that. Don't if it's it like, like a conservation agent either. or something, they're probably like, God damn it. Second body this week. <laughs> Second body this week. <clears throat> um, I feel like it's not as prevalent anymore, though, now. Cause hiking? Or just like dying on Mount Everest. I oh, feel yeah. like... More and more people, like, you can get rescued shit now. Yeah. Back in the day, 
You couldn't like you died. Co- you couldn't communicate with people. You died people. all the fucking time. You just were up there and then you were stranded and then yeah. you were fucked. Had, you know, fewer methods. Look what we were just talking about, this Euro killer thing. Fucking cops, it was months before they figured anything out. <laughs> yeah, like no there was no like United States. Department of Investigation, like yeah. it wasn't an FBI that really. It it doesn't seem like they worked with around the whole country or something. Yeah, like the FBI was established. J Edgar Hoover established the shit, yeah. but like, what the fuck were they doing in the seventies? Because all these motherfuckers were hopping state to state. Like yeah, nothing. yeah. <laughs> no state was communicating with each other. They're just like, huh, fuck, man. Seven dead people. Seven brutal murders this month. What the hell? And then it would just stop and they'd be like, well, Bundy got out like after he escaped and like went to go watch a football game <laughs> yeah. in college. <laughs> and just walked in. Just like, Oh man. Yeah, like that kind of shit just literally you, it couldn't happen today. Ted Bundy. No, that's why you don't see that's today. why you don't see a lot. It's crazy. It's like, I mean, people, I did, there's still murders, uh, but not like... Speaking of, this is something that I definitely wanted to bring up. Uh, I was talking with my brother about it the other day. Have you ever heard of the app Randonautica? No, I don't think so. It's like this app that generates like coordinates for you. Like it's an adventure, a random adventure app, pretty much. And it generates, like you type in where you're at or you put your location on, and it just puts up coordinates around you mm-hmm. of like different little shit to go see or to go check out and it's like I think a lot of geocaching people do it too and stuff it's just like it's yeah you just go on if you want to go on a random adventure you just get on that app bloop. but like some fucking dude uh, like was putting coordinates in it like on the app yeah and it was Markers to where he was like putting dead bodies. Like, people were finding like dead bodies in suitcases and shit at the coordinates. Yeah. So, like, they had to fucking shut the app down and shit and like go on full investigation because they found like dead bodies and shit in Seattle. This shit's crazy, man. And then this You would whole, think this that whole... that would be something that they could do. Like, if it, there was a serial killer now, they, they would be all over that. Yeah. Something like that. There's not a lot of... There's probably some still in other countries, but there's... But it's, like, a lot of places are, you know... A lot of places that are, like, governed or policed well or, or well enough to where they make sure that stuff like that's not gonna happen, you know? It's just everybody's got a phone. Everybody's got a video, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you're, you're gonna get caught way more, like, easily. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you can't get away with crime. Yeah, methodical, like I'm gonna go out and kill some people tonight, then a week from now I'm gonna go do it again, two months from now I'll go do it again. It's like, you're gonna be caught well before that. Yeah. Um, but you can't get away with even, like, petty thievery. Yeah. You'll get caught, because, like, anybody can call you out and be like, nah, you definitely did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See this? <laughs> just find somebody that looks like they're up to no good yeah um i'll hit you with one of mine well taco bell fucking what recently they said that they were gonna pull off like 10 different items that are like fan favorites and shit yeah they're gonna go way the fuck downhill (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that was a big mistake. Yeah, I haven't eaten fucking Taco Bell in a while, but I just figured I'd throw it out there as my food. Taco one. Bell? Yeah. Hmm. Well, here's the thing. Taco Bell, I like it. Mm-hmm. Like, I eat it. It's, you know, like, I enjoy it, but I it's trash. I know it's trash. <laughs> like, I enjoy Just, it when I eat it, but it is definitely garbage. Yeah. You think? It's not... You don't think it's fresh? It's not good food. Like, and it's pretty much, oh, we're going to fucking lump these four ingredients... Toss them into everything. Yeah, yeah. You mix them and then <laughs> We got beans, we got rice, we got beef, we got chicken, lettuce, <laughs> cheese, sour cream, occasionally diced tomatoes. Just melted cheese instead of shredded cheese this time. We just melted it down. Yeah. Ooh, we added a software taco over the hard shell. <laughs> oh, dude, the, no, the fucking cheesy gordita crunches, though, that's where we draw the line. That... Those are good fuckers. <laughs> They're pretty good. They're good. But, but fuck, Taco eating, Bell. fuck eating bread and grain right now. It's just too much. <laughs> too much. <laughs> well, dude, excessive amounts of bread, like whenever you just eat like several sandwiches and shit like that, you just feel like shit. You're like, ugh. That's from like those fucking carbs. Yeah, I'm fucking, I'm definitely wiping you out. Eat the fuck out of carbs, though. Well, you burn it off like it's nothing. Yeah. And I fucking, I guess now I'm working out in the sun and shit too, so I sweat yeah. all the time. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But I don't know, Taco Bell definitely made a mistake. It, yeah. I, I, at first when I saw oh, that, was that fucked up, when I sure. first saw that, I was like, this is fake. It's one of those articles, you know, where they like put this shit up. But I don't know, man. I've been seeing more and more shit about it, so. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so, it's really good sometimes. It's like, damn. I don't know, I think... I think it's a fair perception because it's definitely not underrated. I know a fuck ton of people that really, really talk it up. Yeah. And it's like garbage food. So there's no way it can be underrated. Yeah. Overrated? Maybe potentially, but yeah. I like it. So it also gives a lot of people like real bad shits and stuff. Oh, yeah. You get that, you get that fucking. 12 taco pack shit for three days yeah it's it's definitely like you hear the most like stomach issues from Taco Bell and White Castle of like all the fast food I feel like yeah at least around here the most times that people are gonna be like I don't fuck with that place yeah last time I went there it was like Taco Bell and White Castle are the most common so yeah, I'll, I'll give it a fair perception because I enjoy eating it every now and then. But I feel like I used to as a kid. I ate it a lot. Mm-hmm. Taco Bell and McDonald's. I was like, it's yeah. it's good. It's convenient. And it's usually cheap, and that's the draw. You know what I mean? I don't think I think most people realize it's not great for you. It's like, and I'm saying you know most things do have carbs, and it's like you got to eat some of that shit. But it's like there's it's just whenever you consider like just what you're putting in your body, like man. This could be a reason I'm feeling like shit sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, if you eat too much fast food sometimes or mm-hmm. stuff like that, you're like, damn. Fucking, uh, yeah, I don't know. Loaded grillers, they need to stay. What the fuck? What are you doing? They have Fritos in them. They're flaming hot. What the fuck? <laughs> you're fucking people over. Dude, yeah, removing all this shit, they're going to realize real quick when their business, though, like, goes down. 
Yeah. They're going to introduce a whole bunch of new things, I know. But you like, think anybody else big will go down during this? Uh, you, you, could you see like a big chain or like fast food place going down during this whole COVID virus? No. Steak and Shake might. <laughs> they're already going. They're already Steak like, and Shake's already leaving a lot of places around yeah. St. Louis, though. For sure. They're just closing up a lot of areas. I don't know. They, like, no places like Taco Bell, McDonald's, Burger King, no, no. Hardee's, no place like no. that's going to go under. No. no Jack way. in the Box, no. Not unless like, they made some fucking fat mistake on their part, like, to just ruin their image as a company, like, com- like completely. Like, eat way worse than the obvious fact that it's not the best, <laughs> the best for you. But everybody's known that for years. Yeah, it's like the cigarettes knowledge. thing. Everybody knows fucking, you know... The label's on it. People still smoke. Go out and buy cigs. Don't give a fuck. Everybody that smokes is well aware of what yeah. they're doing. Just like fast food. You know? Yeah, that's why I never really understood, like, the people that are, like, will go up to you and be like, oh, you know, things are going to kill you or whatever. Like, the people smoking. It's yeah. like, you think this dude gives a fuck? <laughs> He's just out here trying to have a cig, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he knows if he's out there doing it. So you said fair for Taco Bell, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I probably would have went fair overrated. Yeah, that's what I would I would have even said overrated, area. but I like it. Yeah, that's Or, or that's I have, I, you know what I mean? Like, I comment. So I said I couldn't that. really say overrated personally because I sort of, I enjoy it every now and then, you know? Yeah. What you got? What's your perception on, this is kind of uh, just a random one here. Uh, trading card games, like, or just trading cards in general, like sports cards, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, shit like that. Um, I used to play cards a lot when I was a kid. You know, Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh, all that type of yeah. shit. It was interesting. Um, I mean, I grew, like, I just ended up not staying with that, obviously. Like, a lot of people, like, some people grew up and still fucking do all that shit all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Acquire. You know what's kind of funny though is that like there's a lot of value in having memorable like memorabilia and sports cards like Gary Vee always fucking uh, yeah he like he goes to like garage sale and shopping for like cards that are undervalued that people are just selling for nothing and he goes and sells them and flips them for like fucking a few grand and shit there are definitely it's, crazy. it's like that's the thing about sports memorabilia though is like you can never judge man like sometimes. It'll like it'll skyrocket over time, and other times it'll just drop. Mm-hmm. Like, it also depends if you fuck it up; it's not gonna be worth. Yeah, much, you know. Or if it's just like, man, this is a huge moment. Yeah. But then, like, years down the road, it's not as big of a deal anymore. So it's just kind of boop, the price just <laughs> shot way down. Or yeah. Whatever. Like, I feel like that happens too often. My dad actually, he gave me like a whole bunch like a book full of baseball cards he collected when he was a kid and there's probably some like big big ones in there I know there's a Hank Aaron in there and stuff but like I just haven't fully looked through it you know yeah and tried to like see how much anything would be worth because I'm not trying to sell my dad's collection necessarily either like (laughs) I was just thinking about that god damn it it and almost feels like off. he gave it to me. You know, like it was like a passing on thing. It was like, I was way into sports, you're into sports. 
he was a he was a big gift. Yeah, you know that's that's a you know common thing amongst families. I feel like yeah, if they're and then you always like you're like I I don't want just personally I don't want to sell heirlooms. <laughs> like yeah, it just seems not right to me. You just like you'll have some bad voodoo on you. Yeah, like even <laughs> if the people are like, oh, do it. Yeah, split it with me. Or <laughs> whatever. Like, I still don't want to get rid of it. Old There's items. There's a sentimental value in that right there. Old items of people that have passed away just besides that, though, it's just crazy because some of it you don't know what to do with. Like, it's different if there's collections of things that are worth lots of money, but, like, just individual items. You're like, well, they used to use this frequently. It's like, I don't know what to do with it, but it was expensive. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, because, like, memorabilia and, like, uh, fucking, you know, antique-like things... Mm-hmm. Sports cards, coin collections, and shit like that. It's like that shit is gonna be you know or is worth the money, but other stuff that's you know I, I just think about that. It's like just throughout time, how like the you know it's funny what depreciates and like appreciates as time goes on. Yeah, it is really like, weird. land value people, always goes up as long as you take care of collections are weird. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that people just started collecting a bunch of different random things like. Fucking stamps and coins and shit. Like, why did we do that? I don't know. When we started smashing pennies and collecting that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this this actual currency. Let's crush it up. Fuck pennies, though, dude. Pennies are the worst currency. One cent. Honestly, sometimes whenever the self-checkout spit shit out, I'll fucking leave the pennies. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, fuck those. I'm not taking six pennies. Yeah, whenever you cash in the coin jar, it's like, oh, fucking. (laughs) It's like like a lot of just no pennies and a lot of everything else. Yeah. It is kind of funny. That's the thing, dude, that I was thinking, like, about trading card games when I was, like, writing this down was that, like, the older that we got, like, elementary school, middle school era, like, they were pretty cool. And then, like, junior high, high school, you were, like, a nerd if you were into that shit, mm-hmm. you know? And then once we exited high school, it was cool again. Do you notice that? Like, yeah. everybody was into Pokemon again. Cool. Everybody was into Yu-Gi-Oh! again. Like, it was fucking there again. Too cool for a lot of shit from 7th to 12th grade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything was just, I uh, can't do that anymore. Yeah. In for what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but everybody, that happens to everybody. You realize it after the fact. You're like... It was just, it's literally because the social pressure. It really is. It can be, yeah. Or there's certain things, it's just... just but like, you, yeah, have also, gonna... you have a lot of other shit going on, too. Yeah. Because you're chasing girls and you're... you're yeah, your a lot of your shit. interests just kind of shifts in general, too, yeah. a lot of times. Just ev- overall, everything just oh, yeah. is a little different because you grow up. But that is kind of funny, though, because, like... Then afterwards, after you get out of that little bubble of bullshit that everyone had to kind of be in for so long, with like everybody, like this awkward stage of lumping all of you together, mm-hmm. and then you all just form these own little cliques in your social bubble and shit, and then you get out of that, and you're like, alright, I'm gonna go back <laughs> to living, <laughs> doing this shit that I used to like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is how it is sometimes, though, for sure. So, okay, fuck, I never gave you an answer. Um, trading cards, essentially, then, right? Yeah, just, yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, 
I'm going to say fair on that one. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those things, too, I feel like is not as big as it once was. Yeah. I mean, there's trading cards are big still, but I feel like sports cards are going more and more down. Like, baseball cards and football cards, they used to be, like, that used to be Well, the thing. big ones that are big are still, like, increasing in value, but, like, newer sports cards yeah. are not becoming worse. So, I mean, like, a collection, yeah. like, you yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't, I feel like maybe, I still see a lot of kids, like, at Target and stuff, checking out the cards, like, whenever yeah. the parents are in line, and so, I mean, it's definitely still happening, but I just feel like kids don't have like sports cards collections well people are getting digital devices and stuff too now yeah different people are are kids i should say rather as they're growing up i don't know i'm glad we lived through seeing so much of the technology like with the game boy and like the ds and the psp and then like Mm. all these other handheld devices and like consoles and shit yeah i'm also glad (laughs) that i still got to kind of live in that weird era that we're not going to do anymore Mm -hmm. like I had a huge card collection. I played outside all the time. We took road trips as a family. Like, I feel like all that shit kind of starting to like just decrease and decrease and decrease. Who knows what the hell is gonna happen coming out of this shit? Yeah, it's gonna get even. Um, I'm gonna say fair though, for sure. Sports card. That, yeah, that was something that wasn't easy to answer. It's like. Because it's still a side of things that I'm not really familiar with and haven't been in a long time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Other than, like, whatever was really popular, you know what I mean? And a lot of people were into it and stuff. Everybody has phases like that, I suppose. <clears throat> you want me to give me, uh, or give you my next topic here? Yeah. Alright. We're gonna go with... <laughs> what is your perception of Edibles. 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 Um, that's a tough one, man, because it really also depends on the edible. Like, sometimes you can take an edible. I guess you could look at it like eating it versus smoking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like... Sometimes you take it and you're like, absolutely fucking blasted. Oh, yeah. And you're like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) You go to the mall and you're like, whew. Like that time in... California and stuff, man, I was like, because I guess I wasn't used to, like, the actual legal, like, milligram dosage, like, this is actually what is in this, this is the strongest, most potent fucking thing we have here. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm eating the shit out of this, just because, like, I always did that with edibles kind of around here, I'm like, I kind of want the potent thing, because if I don't get the potent thing, I don't even feel it. Yeah. So I got to get pretty potent. And then I took a real potent one, and like, 30 minutes, I was like, I am fucking clothesline <laughs> to the ground over here, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, like, whenever I was taking, a, like, quite a few of them and shit, I was just, you, like, just, you sit down, you, like, watch a movie or something, and you just melt into the couch like this. Oh, it feels like great, oh, though. Yeah. Oh, it feels tremendous. I, you, go to, you go to the mall, you get Auntie Anne's pretzels. <laughs> You gotta check out some stores. It's a good time, too. Dude, I took the last one I had right before we went to the airport to come back to Missouri. And, like, then I started to realize as we were, like, kind of scrambling around and 
around the big crowds of people, like at baggage, or just like as we were going through TSA and shit. I'm like, God damn it. Why the fuck did I take that? It was like, because I had to. It's not like I could bring it back with me. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, fuck it. Just going down the hatch. As soon as we get in the parking lot of the airport. <laughs> See, that's what I did. Like, going to going out there last year to Cali. I was like, man, I was like, I'm going to feel good. I'm going to have a drink at the airport. I'm going to fucking melt into this seat. Feel like a great fucking American. It was the 4th of July flying on a cheaper plane ticket. I was like, fuck, yeah, let's fly this shit. Oh, my God, it was great. Yeah, Tremendous, man. Those out there, though, like, definitely. They're potent. The dispensaries have some fucking potent shit. I enjoyed it, though. Shit. I enjoyed, like... Those berry ones? Those blue ones? Those are, those yeah. are really good. Because <laughs> it's not often anymore. Because <coughs> I guess I've just kind of, like... Gradually and consistently just kind of done it for a while. Mm-hmm. To where I don't very often just, like, get... Real, real high and gone. <laughs> like it doesn't happen. Really, <laughs> you want to? Like I can smoke quite a bit, and I mean, I'll I'll feel it, but I, I you know, I can I can still do everything I pretty much need to do and mm-hmm. keep my bearings. But like, occasionally, occasionally, like when you get those times where you, things just go off the fucking rails, and you're like, Jesus Christ, man! I didn't think that I was gonna be comatose. No. Or, like, I didn't think that I was going to be just... Because that's the crazy thing about edibles is your body feels comatose, but your mind is, like, fucking freight train, thousand miles an hour. Oh, yeah. A lot of times. You, uh... Like, I wouldn't have taken them, and that's the thing. Like, that's the willpower you have to have to control yourself. Smoking's one thing, controlling your appetite. And then, you like, you take those edibles and it goes to your stomach, and then your stu- you know, that high feeling, just wanting food is just there. I'll Dude, eat you've, a whole you've fucking seen kitchen. You've seen, yeah, I was gonna say you've seen me and like we've both done it. I like go in there. It's like, oh, eat hot dogs with uh, you know, like last year. There's probably even some days that did that. Go eat some hot dogs with buns. Go back in there, eat some cereal, eat some popcorn, <laughs> yeah. chips, candy, yeah. fucking drink some Gatorades and sodas, and just get blasted. And then just one to the next day while your stomach hurts so goddamn bad, rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I that was I did the same thing. I'll be like, it's I'll terrible. Throw, I'll throw this edible in, but they're tremendous. Let's throw this in and watch this show. Nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, throw it in. Then like an hour later, you're like, dude, I think uh, you wanna you wanna order some DoorDash maybe? You wanna do that? And, and that's then how you fucking eat burgers, eat fries, and you're like, god damn, that was good. Yeah. But then next thing you know, like literally. Never. There's not really anything that will make you have a bottomless pit like a strong edible. No, no, nothing, <laughs> nothing. Like, it is gonna you wreck can your stomach. Keep funneling stuff. Hundred percent. You won't get full. It's insane. It's fucking crazy. Like you're like, where is this actually all going? Yeah, you don't even <laughs> have it. it. It's just, it's just, it's uncontrollable. It's insane. Poor, just. Yeah, fucking two bowls of cereal. Just go through like seven <laughs> bags of chips. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That was that was whenever I always felt the shittiest. It's terrible. I like, just looked at a pile of mini bags of chips, like empty <laughs> chip bags. I'm just like, 
You fucking piece of shit. Oh, and that's the best. <laughs> Whenever we were eating the hell out of those mesquite barbecue chips, those oh. things higher than a hell on some edibles, dude. Just. <laughs> and there's like some foods too during that there's time. I forget what it, ridiculous. what it really was that I knew. Oh, those fucking, like, eating too much of, like, those jalapeno kettle cook chips mm-hmm. and, like, those fucking barbecue goddamn <laughs> corn nuts and shit. I used to always get those things, even yeah. though they always tore my stomach apart, like, every time. <laughs> I'd be at the gas station, I'd be like, damn, this looks good. <laughs> I'm gonna get them again. Dude, that, and then you got, like, White Castle, which rips a second <laughs> hole in your asshole. Yeah, we were talking it, about that. And then fucking... Let's go get to my castle. You know it'd be a good idea. And then he's in the shitter two minutes later, <laughs> after eating two sandwiches for twenty five minutes. That's a very very high food though. <sighs> like yeah, you do kind of just how many? It is correlated with being how many times have we talked to Harold and Kumar back? go to White Castle. Look at that, yeah, you know, it's a, like. How many times have we talked into fucking or like we we collaborated? We're like, oh, should we get this crave case? That's what I mean. It's like Drunk, four in the fucking morning, drunk nights or high nights. End with, <laughs> if it's like too sloppy and off the rails, it ends with a crave case. <laughs> it does. <laughs> That's how it goes. It did. It's like, oh man, we just got that. back from the strip club. I've been drinking. How many, I've how been many drinking t- for nine hours? How many Let's times order a that happens? For a while, it was getting <laughs> drunk and fucking take a few edibles, hit the strip club, come back, <laughs> order a crave case, go to bed, and then wonder why I feel awful the entire day the next day. Oh man, I pretty much know why I feel awful the next yeah. day after those days. And those are the days you just sit in it and you're like, oh man, that was a lot <laughs> last night. <laughs> uh, those are the kind of nights where you do those things and you're like, man, that was so that <laughs> was, was so much fun. But like, you know when you're in it, you're like, I don't want this to end. Because I know <laughs> as soon as it ends, I'll be bummed for one. Mm-hmm. That it's like, fuck, the night's over. And then tomorrow's going to be misery. <laughs> like you just know it's around the yeah. corners. You're trying to savor every minute. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but edibles, man. I'm gonna say, personally, I like to. I'm always just gonna like to smoke, just straight up weed the most of anything. I like you think. I like smoking weed more than I like dabs. I like smoking weed more than I like edibles. I just like smoking classic weed, man. I mean, I enjoy doing the other things, yeah. but, like, I don't see them ever taking a forefront to it. Yeah. I think you like smoking, though, too, like, in general. Yeah. I don't... The, the motion. It's, lot, like, a very, very... Like, that part of it. Addictive thing. I like, just feel like, ha- like I, I need to do something. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I would. That's it's very like, common, I think, yeah, too. A lot of people have that type of shit. Once I stopped smoking cigarettes months back and shit and I picked up the jewel like I mean I'm not probably smoking all the garbage and cigarettes and I don't smell like cigarettes now all the time but like mm-hmm. I definitely feel like my nicotine addiction is higher than it once was when I was smoking cigarettes it's I would just have probably. to smoke cigarettes you know every now and then mm-hmm. oh, got a time for a cigarette break or whatever but now that I have a jewel I'm, I puff on it and puff on it and puff on it like 
because it's always there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably, I mean, I hope it's a little cleaner. Just in general, I feel like smoking it, I still will smoke an occasional cig. I don't look down on people that smoke cigs at all. Mm-hmm. I did it for a while, you know? But, like, it, to me, I feel it's a little, like, I'll feel a little less dirty and, like, less... Like, I feel like sometimes I stink and I'm dirty after I smoke cigs. Yeah. I still like that feeling. Yeah, I get that. There's definitely some fucking real cons to the smell and the fucking puts it in your teeth and all that shit. Oh, yeah. I've never really been an active smoker, though, like cigarettes or anything. Mm -hmm. Smoked cigarettes. I smoked a cigarette before. Several, but it's like... Smoke them here and there. That's what I... The Joker, man. That's all I do now, like... I never buy my own pack. Like, I haven't bought a pack of cigarettes in a long time. But occasionally, if somebody offers me one and I feel like I want to, I'll be like, yeah. It's just one of those, like... It's just one of those things. Where I don't think... Like, I... Hopefully... I hope at some point... Like, weed... Like, that was something we talked about a few days ago. You're like, oh, what do you think... You're like, stop smoking consistently. You're like, stop smoking. I'm like, I don't know if I... Like, I really don't know. Like, that's something that I don't even have in my mind right now. But, like, I do hope at some point, someday, I don't have to rely on, like, cigarettes or nicotine or anything like that, you know? Do you, uh... What's, uh... What do you think (laughs) of edibles, though? Man, that's tough. Edibles! Because, like I said, I... I like them. And it's weird because, like, the dosage on them's like, you can either get real fucked up or you don't feel it. Mm. It has some cons to it, but it also has a lot of pros. Like, you can have great times it's, on edibles. Yeah, the, the feeling is tremendous. So, like, Trying to hold ever, back I wanted to crazy halt. laughter in a movie theater and shit. Like, I wanted to halt myself <laughs> on them, but I, I didn't want to, like, give them up, you know what I mean? But it was too much for a while, taking them, you know? But that was because if you get in that habit. But, like, now and then, if you take one, you're going to have a great fucking time. I would almost say... It... Man, that's a really tough one, actually. Because I've also heard people say stuff, like, that have never smoked weed. And I've talked to them before, be like, Well, I think I don't really ever want to smoke. So I think if I ever try marijuana, I'll do an edible. And I'm like, well, you're going to either not feel it or be too high if it's, you do that for the first time. It's the most discreet as far as taking it, it or, or ingesting it, however. Out of the three, two. Well, if you just look at dabs and weed and... Because it's underrated in aspects, and then it's overrated in aspects. <laughs> I'm going to give it a little underrated, though. Edibles? I feel like most yeah. people... So, should, sometimes I that's, feel like most people should have at least one good edible experience. Some, yeah. It's like, sometimes that's what kind of hooks people in. Like, thinking about ingesting it that way is sometimes more appealing in to certain people. Like, I've seen that frequently, too. They're like, oh, I'll do that. Like, they're like, I don't want to smoke, but I wouldn't mind feeling something, you know? Yeah. So it's like, there's different segues in a different... Like I said about that CBD, or I tried all that, I'm like... I'm like, I bet I could get people to try it, giving them the lotion, like something that might make it feel better, but like being like, oh, hey, take this gummy, it'll make you feel a little less inflamed, you know what I mean? 
like less inflammatory fucking issues. Yeah. Um, and CBD products do help greatly too. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's the thing. I was like, almost gonna throw lot, that in here. There's a lot of things like I know for facts that help a lot of people like in that kind of field, like a CBD mm-hmm. and stuff. Like people that just are like older, have joint problems and shit, or aches, like that don't even smoke marijuana. Like they'll use CBD oil or CBD pills or whatever, and they're like, oh man. Like completely takes away my inflammation or my pain or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a, and like even Indeed. if you don't, you know, like marijuana, you don't want to smoke marijuana. Like there are a lot of benefits to a lot of the shit that comes with it. You know, even like hemp. Mm-hmm. Like you make the so whole much with the hemp is, product. Yeah, yeah the the, pr- the plant can just do quite a bit in general. Way undiscovered still. I mean, as far the plant as can fuck what you its up, full potential could be. But that's like grazing the surface of what it probably all in all can do for us, you know? Yeah. We could we could make a fuck ton of shit with it. <laughs> but yeah, I'll say a little underrated just cause that's one of those things where I feel like everybody, uh whether for better or worse, just have a a hard-hitting edible experience at one point in their yeah, life. Yeah, I, de- I definitely I feel agree, like though. they'd be a little better of a person, or they'd just have a little different of an... Yeah. A, a little different of a... I just think you get yourself into a... process. Into, like, a relaxed situation, you know what I'm saying? Like, just just watching something, enjoying something. Honestly, if you're, if you're going to do it the once, it should be in a more controlled, like, environment to, uh, to really just embrace what it can do. Just... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just in solidarity like itself like to you in a controlled environment like you're in the you know you're just relaxing having a good time and like it hits you you're gonna be feeling it for fucking days and you know somebody will probably feel it then that first <laughs> edible experience with something strong yeah. will kick your dick off that's a way to ensure people that smoke for the first time or whatever or like try weed marijuana for the first time like that they'll feel it mm-hmm. cause like literally I've talked to a lot of people, too, and you even said it happened to you. Like, a lot of people, when they first smoke weed, like, they just don't inhale right or whatever, and they don't mm-hmm. feel it at all. And like, it oh. doesn't work for me. Like, I don't, I don't know that. why anybody does this. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't do anything. And you're like, I don't think you're doing it right, then. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Oh, no, I didn't feel it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Underrated, though. Yeah, I like it. Haven't haven't taken one in quite some time. Yeah. I guess we're on number three. On to the third. <laughs> is your overall perception on good old Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> <laughs> um. Damn. No matter what people say, like, he might not be overall, like, one of the greatest actors of all time. Yeah. Nobody's gonna deny me the fact that he's played some iconic fucking characters, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. See, that's another tricky one. Um, because it isn't about the acting. Like, he's a star, you know, one way or the other. The other thing I heard from listening to some of the podcasts uh, recently, um, <clears throat> I think it was Diaz was talking about how 
how the Rambo extended cut, like, for Last Blood was fucking, like, filthy. Like, it was brutal and shit. And he killed, like, a fuckload more people just in cool ways, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I was like, fuck, we should check that out. I've still only watched it that once. I feel like every time they make a new one, like, the 08 one, brutal as fuck. This one, like, (laughs) the extended cut shit, like, brutal. Oh, like, yeah. they just, like, keep making them more and more brutal. That, yeah. oh, dude, that 08 one, though, I really liked. Yeah. Dude, I really I really liked Last Blood, though. I feel like I'd really like the extended cut. The extended yeah. cut, I, I'll be willing to give it another... Because it's, it's at least better, I think, than the second and third one. Minimum. First Blood is great, just because it's a classic. Mm-hmm. It was the introduction to the iconic character. But, like... Yeah, two and three were just kind of like they were just trying to... I'm sure they were a big deal in the 80s. Like, they were probably huge movies and shit, but like... You know, I just thought of something, though. It's like... And like... Rocky's influence on, like, the culture. Yeah. And people give him shit, like, and everything. You know what I mean? And he wanted to be, like... I'm, I'm, fuck it, I'm gonna say he's underrated still, the to be honest with you. Not as an actor. Straight up, Rocky Balboa, not so fast as Stallone, Rocky Balboa has a statue in Philadelphia. Yeah. But it was him like, that brought that fucking That's what's crazy, though, like, that life. is his character. I'm gonna and say it, because of the impact he's had, I, I'm gonna still say underrated. It's like he wasn't not as an a actor. real boxer. And he yeah. had that much of an influence on that, like, that city yeah. and just boxing in general. But, like, but that movie was so utterly inspirational to so many people. The first Rocky? Or just the Rocky? Just, the yeah, I mean, the first one, but, like, just the impact of that fucking, that whole thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. It inspired so many people to chase their dreams and shit. Like, a whole generation of people. Craziest thing about that, too, is that, uh, they, the studio was way against making him Rocky. Yeah. Like, that's why they wanted to buy his, his script. Cause he like wrote, that was his movie that he like, he wrote the plot to it or whatever. And they liked it and they wanted to make it a movie, but they're like, yeah, they just didn't, I think it was probably a lot to do with like the voice and Mm -hmm. shit. Honestly, they were just like, I don't know. But he's like, I mean, you're not going to get the movie without me. So (laughs) you're either going to have the movie and I'm going to star in it or there's going to be no movie. And uh, like that's surprising because I was thinking about whenever I called like uh, Kanye West underrated too. I was like, but his impact on what he did, like in the same thing, Sylvester, like bringing those characters, if nothing else, like those characters to life and shit. But it's like the impact they had for a generation of people, even if even if he's not the greatest actor, which you know he isn't, uh, but he's hit the value of what he's brought. To the world and like society and like just mass amounts of people is, is fucking crazy. I mean, I realize there was more people to it than that, but you know, like you said, it was his film. He's the one that made sure he was gonna be yeah the main. He was gonna be Rocky. That's crazy that that dude is just. And I think that he deserves that to be honest for that. Stayed for... <laughs> juiced up on roids and massive for like ever too. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm gonna say underrated. Fuck it. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of get that too, though, because growing up too, like growing up, I even now, like I've never stopped loving 
the Rambo series or the Rocky series. Like, I love those series of movies. Mm-hmm. I got both the collections. Like, I fucking rewatch them and shit. Like, oh yeah, I'll always like those movies. Never seen all the Rockies still. I think I've only seen, like, the first and, like, the third one, maybe. The first four are the best ones, for sure. But all, the first four are all really solid. Mm-hmm. Which I, like... When you kind of look at it, like the second one, you're kind of like, eh, because he's just fight, he's fighting Apollo Creed again. It's just a total... It's just like a rematch, yeah. pretty much, of the first fight. It's kind of one of those things, again, where we were talking about like Cena versus Rock 2 at Mania, where you're yeah. like, Rocky's winning this time. There's no way they're going to have Cena, Creed, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. fucking <laughs> top Rocky in this goddamn movie. Because... Last movie, it was like, oh, it was this huge build-up. Like, Rocky training, he was a nobody. He was he got the shot with the champ, though, and you're like, oh, man, maybe he can do it. I mean, then it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So but you're like, whenever the- they did another one, you're like, there's mm-hmm. no way he's not winning. <laughs> yeah. And, like, there was a, that, you know, that was, like, the lesson and shit. Yeah. Then why is he jumping around all happy? <laughs> <laughs> Because he fucking, he took him the distance. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> also not finished the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Funny shit. Anytime that, that's that's a pretty big deal, really, in boxing. If you're an absolute nobody, mm-hmm. and you can bring that big of a fight to the champ and, like, take him the 12 rounds or whatever, knock him down a couple times, like, that's a pretty big deal, you know? Especially if nobody's heard your name and that person's like huge. Yeah. And you're just like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, that's like UFC that happens a lot nowadays too, where it's just like the champ is on top of his fucking game forever. He's the man yeah. or she's the woman. And then, like, all of a sudden, there's just this somebody that nobody really knew comes in and fucking wipes the floor with this person. And everybody's like, whoa! I guess this person's the fucking person now. Yeah, they just take the man. <laughs> they just take the man mantle right of fucking way. It's kind of <clears> funny though. It's just com- competitive sports, man. That's how it goes. If you can't keep your fucking game up, you somebody else will take it from you. You ready for my last one? Yeah. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Insanely popular. He, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. But Kevin Hart, man, he's. His story is great, though. And he's just really, really funny. Like, like just in general, like, his stand-up's pretty damn good. It's yeah. not my favorite stand-up. Yeah. Like, I, but I've pretty much seen every one of his specials since, like, 2010. So I keep watching them. They, they bring me back every time. Like, he's, he's really, really, he's one of the things, that's the thing, like, there are comics that even if they're not my favorites, I'm like, this is a professional fucking comic right mm-hmm. here. And he's one of those. Like, you can just tell, like, this dude has got his shit on lock. Like, he knows. knows. His craft. Yeah. yeah. Same with, like, John Mulaney. Like, he's not, like, my favorite. But, like, you can just tell that, like, the joke writer and just, like, the way that he does shit, like, he's like, that dude's a fucking comedian. Like, mm-hmm. this is what he was meant to do. But, like... Kevin Hart, he's also a really funny actor. Dude, he's good. He's good. He's a talented person, I think, yeah. in general. Like, we finally watched the Jumanji 
uh, th- those movies. Yeah. Both the, the second one, yeah, and I really like the second one, too. Danny Glover, Danny DeVito. <laughs> become. Playing the. T- <laughs> become The Rock and Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was tremendous. Fuck. That was mm-hmm. pretty damn funny. Kevin, he's been in a lot of interviews in the, the Upside. We watched that with Brian Cranston, which you just started Breaking Bad last night. Mm-hmm. You know? And fucking... Um, oh, that was a really good started. movie, too. That was that was the thing about that movie, too, is it had... It still had Brian Cranston, uh, Kevin Hart vibes, because they can both be goofy. Mm-hmm. So, like, they had, like, goofy little things within the movie. But it was a pretty serious, like, heartfelt movie for the most part. Yeah. He's, whenever, like, she's changing him and putting the fucking, the bowl under him so he can shit hmm. and everything, Kevin, Kevin's just like, oh, no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, or didn't he have to stick his finger in his ass, too? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, he had to, uh, so he had weird. to grab onto his dick to put the catheter in his oh, pee hole. Yeah. He had to like put the catheter up his pee hole, and he's like, "I'm that not, I'm not grabbing your dick, man." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I'm sorry." Well, didn't she always do it with gloves on? He's like, he's like, you, you can wait for her to come. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she'll be, way, she'll be here soon. Either way, I'm not saying he's just like, I don't know about that. But it's like, <laughs> if he's gonna be a total service to a person that cannot do this shit yeah. alone, you have to. He's gonna think, have to do it. You have to do all this shit for him. Yeah. Did you ever see uh, the Will Ferrell movie Get Hard? And yeah. And, yeah. It was pretty good. I saw I, that in theaters actually. Did back you? Back in the day. It didn't. I, I don't feel like it blew me away, but it was funny. I only yeah. think I saw it once. It was yeah. <clears throat> it was good, but it it was also you know. He was it had a little part in This Is the End too. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Get the fuck off me, Aziz! <laughs> it's too late for you. You're already in the hole. <laughs> you could just come back here and fucking help me. Just fucking turn around and come back and fucking help me. It's too late, Seth. I've already walked away too much. <laughs> but no. That's a great one. That... I'm going to have to say fair for Kevin Hart because he's huge right now. Yeah. He's maybe, at the given moment, potentially the biggest comic. Mm-hmm. But he had several years where he was undisputedly, like, the biggest money drawer. Yeah. And, I mean, in, in different ways he still is because he's still doing stand-up and he's still, like, a fucking box office, the box office Him yeah. and The Rock have done several movies together and The Rock's, like, the biggest star in the mm-hmm. box office. And it's like... Him and Kevin Hart, like, that movie's gonna make a fuckload of money. Yeah, he's a blockbuster star now, too. Like, yeah. He's doing huge movies. So, I think both Jumanji's made a billion dollars. Yeah. Like, and he's doing... That's insane. Jack Black, dude. Jack Black's great. Too, he's yeah. great. <laughs> he's a really good actor, too. And yeah. musician. He's a very talented dude, as well. Yeah. I think so. I look like some muscular boy scout. <laughs> <laughs> That was the thing. Like, Kevin Hart doing the old man Danny Glover. Oh, was he was really good at that. Oh dude. yeah, <laughs> he was. Uh, yeah, he's a very talented dude. Though I'm gonna have to say fair, just because his dude his last special on Netflix too. It was like 
in a fucking like hockey arena or some shit. Did you? Uh, it was so like so many people. Did you watch like, but the most recent Rogan podcast he was on though the like the the uh, fucking I don't know when it was it was one of them after the car wreck he had I guess not that long ago. Uh, I think I watched a decent amount of it. The most recent one he was on. Yeah. Yeah, I watched. I don't think I finished it, but I think I watched quite a bit of it. Yeah, he's just full of fucking like just the hardships that he had. Like he was trying to make it as a comic for like seventeen years and shit. Like he yeah. was working his ass off, and like he literally heard all the criticism. You know, fucking them telling him he was never gonna be a big star and shit. And then like he blew up like this, fucking insane. Well, that's the thing. Like everyone is a critic. Like, yeah. that's why you have to learn the older you get, I feel like. Like, it is really hard, but, like, to just take everything, like, with a grain of salt, kind of. Because, especially if people don't really know you, like, they don't know anyways. So, you can't let the, their opinion or what somebody thinks like that, like, actually get in your mental. <laughs> Yeah. If you have your own kind of thing going on anyway. Because you hear that with a lot of people that break on the scene. You know, like, oh, people constantly tell you won't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. But you got to do it anyways. Oh, pushing ahead is the only way to fucking succeed. Like, you know, failing over and over. And it's like, it's crazy because sometimes failure feels like the end. Mm-hmm. I guess we wrapped good, the bad, and the shits with that. Uh, but branching off of that, yeah, like, making the point fucking, um, you know, it's... You gotta believe in yourself. You gotta keep fucking working. Like, if you fail, like, that can't be it. Otherwise, like, you just get to give up on everything. And I found myself, like, you know, just, you quit on, you you definitely quit. Everybody quits on some things in their life. But it's just, you know, you have to bounce back after that. Mm. It's hard sometimes. It is know? really hard. Especially depending on the fall. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was just thinking of this, though, like, going back to the Kevin Hart thing, just with how massive he is. Is like, uh, fucking Dave Chappelle has a whole bit on him. Yeah. And Dave Chappelle is like the comic you want to be. He's like, much. he's like the professional yeah. comic. Like, like, he's that guy. He's, yeah. And he was just, how he was talking about taking his son to it and stuff. Yeah. And now he's like, Kevin comes walking down the stage, my son's like, oh my god, it's Kevin Hart! Freaking out and shit, I'm like, hey man. You know, I do this too. Yeah. <laughs> like, but Kevin, you know, I mean, Chappelle's a star, but like, Kevin's just, that's just how big he is. Like, it's fucking crazy. If Chappelle wouldn't have, like, did what he, like, he did what he did because he wanted to do what he did, but, like, mm-hmm. if he wouldn't have done that, he probably would be fucking humongously massive right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he is huge. He's, he's one was, of the biggest. Yeah. Of all time. But, I mean, he's, like, I can't even imagine if he would have. Because he toned down, I forget how much money they said. Like, mm-hmm. he had a contract for like three more seasons of the Ch- Chappelle show that they were like guaranteed millions of dollars that he just walked away from. So I can't imagine if he would have stayed and stuck that out and like did those seasons and then did whatever after that. Like, he'd probably be insane big right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, damn. Yeah. Like, like, this is what I would say is that just listening to some of the different comedians, though, is they all talk like Kevin has just reached... Like, he, he's reached a level of superstardom, though, that nobody's ever reached before. Like, the amount... Like, the massive fucking amounts of seats and stadiums he's filled of people. 
Yeah. And just just the way he's marketed, he's just one of the biggest. Like he's like one of the biggest stars of all time. Like even in acting now, you know what I mean? It's yeah. insane. Like it's it's like he's came a long fucking way. But like he just he fucking set the bar as far as like an explosion of like a comic. Oh yeah. Like hard to. Like, Rogan's not, like, Rogan's big in another way, like, and Chappelle's big in another way, too. Yeah. It's like, but they're, but they have he, their own ways of, yeah, hundred million dollar deal <laughs> for Spotify. Yeah, he's huge with the podcasting. Yeah, what the fuck? Chappelle's huge, just literally with, like, stand-up, with that yeah. community of stuff. I'm glad he's doing specials again, like, yeah. he wasn't doing some shit for a while. And Kevin is just huge. Like, mm-hmm. in general, like, he's huge with stand-up, but he's also just, like we said, like, he's just a star now, at this point. He believes in himself, man. Freaking. Fucking bet the farm. What did that story you told about that lady? And he was, like, at a stoplight and shit, and that lady, like, noticed him. And he's like, you know, you get, I get that a whole lot now. And she's like, the roll down the window, she's like, your new movie was not that good. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah he's like I'm sorry was not that good <laughs> it's like if you're gonna take the time to be insulting it's like you might as well let him have it yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it was okay it wasn't that good <laughs> I expect better out of you Kevin what the yeah. fuck <laughs> I'm spending my hard earned money to watch this shit make it better <laughs> damn but I, almost every movie of Kevin Hart in it that I've watched, I've been entertained by. 100%. <clears throat> but yeah, speaking of Brian Cranston, fucking Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad time. We gotta fucking binge some Breaking Bad. We do. <laughs> you uh, have anything else you want to say? I mean, we didn't... Some things we got to, some things we just touched on, but... Um, we most certainly need to revisit... The podcast very soon. Yeah. Within, you know, a reasonable amount of time, not months. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, uh, that's that, though. I mean, as far as we're back. Yeah, we got to be back much sooner this time. Yeah. All right. And we are back. Can't just fall off the map again. No, yes. fuck that. <laughs> got to stay relevant, stay up to date, continuously improve, and keep going. Keep providing content and doing what we are doing, but better than before. Yeah, hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully that it's it's on our end to hold up to. But you know, hopefully, if we can keep providing, they can keep listening. That's <laughs> exactly. We will keep it going. Um, the the world's been crazy lately, but I think um, sticking to it. Yeah, I think. Everybody has to find their own inspiration, you know, to make it through this because everybody's affected. Everybody's being affected differently, you know? Yeah. So it's just my advice is like, you know, trust your instincts. Usually mine are, aren't too far off whenever I, whenever I feel like something's the right thing to do or the right move for the right time. And I don't know, going with that, it's, it's time for the second half of the year to be different, man. Yeah, 100%. As different as it can be, you know. So, we'll fucking keep going. Wild 2020. You just gotta fucking keep going on with the ride. 
That's all you're going to do. See what the fuck happens. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very, very, very much for joining us, welcoming us back after months of absence. We realize it, and we will do better. Hopefully you will, too. Yeah, thank you guys very much. We will keep in touch and be back with you soon. Indeed.